0: The Breakdown Today The third welcome to the breakdown by that South African. Today in the headlines, Luther Lebelo told the Nugent Commission the impression that he had spent R759000 to clear his name was incorrect. João Rodriguez, who is accused of murdering anti-apartheid activist Ahmed Timo in police custody in 1971, will stand trial in 2019. Can an apartheid cop still be charged with murdering a freedom fighter? Former security branch officer João Rodriguez's application to dismiss the charges against him argues that the state's failure to prosecute him earlier violates his rights. The case is crucial to many families of killed anti-apartheid activists seeking justice. The CEO of the charity organization has stepped down as Liberians express outrage at the assault of young girls under her watch. The third week of the rape trial of controversial pastor Timothy Matoso has kicked off on a dramatic note. His lawyer has presented a litany of complaints to the Eastern Cape High Court in Port Elizabeth, saying that the Judiciary and Law Society of South Africa has failed to come to his defense, while his clients fear for their safety. The pastor accused of rape has accused Judge Mandela McCullough of being impartial. Violence researcher Mary de Haas has questioned Sunday Times editor Bongani Sikoko's apology for its fake Kato Manor Death Squad article. Closing in on the four men accused of the rape and murder of Stellenbosch student Hannah Cornelius, the state has presented a slew of DNA evidence and cell phone tower analyzes in the Western Cape High Court. Ray Hartley's response to the Sunday Times apology for the Cato Manor story is fascinating. He attempts to trivialize abrogating his duty as an editor at the time the stories were published, writes Johann Boysen. The media reported this weekend that the Democratic Alliance DA, will ask a court to review and set aside President Cyril Ramaphosa's decision to reappoint Malusi Gigaba and Bathabal de Lamini to the cabinet. This comes after retired Judge Robert Nugent recommended that Ramaphosa fire suspended South African Revenue Service SARS, Commissioner Tom Moyen immediately, regardless of whether he is found guilty of the disciplinary charges leveled against him. While it would be unwise for a court to grant the DA request, Ramaphosa may well be within his rights to dismiss Moyen without a disciplinary hearing. An eclectic week of parliamentary action beckons in the main chambers and committee corridor, with all eyes on the new Minister of Finance, Tito Mbawany, when he delivers the medium-term budget policy statement, MTBPS, on Wednesday. Luayando Mbele, the ANC ward councillor who was gunned down in Creafontein in the Western Cape on Sunday, was warm and jovial and well-liked by his community. Must the island nations of Africa align with India or China, or can they straddle both to achieve maximum economic value? By Ronop Gopaldas Africa's oldest president, Cameroon's Paul Bayer, has easily won a seventh term after a constitutional council that he appointed rejected all legal challenges to the election. This following a controversial presidential election, as the government tightened security in the capital and gunfire erupted in the country's volatile Anglophone region. For the third year in a row hunger is rising across the world. And, as a recent report by the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization shows, the situation is worsening in most regions in Africa, writes the Conversation. The rental housing market in Nairobi's informal settlements offers its tenant households a perverse market outcome of higher prices for lower-quality products, writes the conversation. A leading opposition politician and critic of Nigeria's President Muhammad Buhari has appeared in court on corruption charges, less than a week after he stepped down as state governor. Thank you for listening to The Breakdown by That South African.